0: Absolute, absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on
1: Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website.
2: You do that without any of the paper now. Yeah, I don't need it. So. I've just got it. It's, it's, it's
1: in there. It's great. Oh, marvellous impressive. to be able to i used to be able to do um the uh wreck of the deutschland by gerard manley hopkins which is a long poem oh. it's all gone now yeah
2: oh. Frank, we've already heard from the outside world oh good this morning uh i don't know who this is from let's just call them gary okay he have, says... Have
1: you just imposed <laughs> that, that? Has he not even got a number?
2: Well, funnily enough, uh, whilst I was saying, I don't know who this is from, I suddenly saw he's called Gary. There oh, well, okay. you go.
1: I thought you'd just pick that as a random.
2: No, if I was going to pick it at random, I wouldn't pick Gary. OK. Um, hello, Frank and gang, whoever it may be this week. Huh. Oh, rather rude. <laughs> <laughs> Ever felt special, Al? No, i not. Me too. <laughs> what a TV week it's been for you, Frank, this week.
1: Um, Go Ho- on.
2: Hopefully, that woman from some time ago will have been watching.
1: If Eddie Isan gets uh, <laughs> emails that start like that, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one that said "Welcome back to TV." Oh yes, I don't remember that. What did a no. woman say? Yeah, that there was to a
1: woman who said that to me. I did a ge- I did a TV show and she said "Welcome back to TV" like I hadn't been on for twenty years. I know what she means,
2: <laughs> but anyway. Gary continues, must get to the point, as I'm always being told I waffle. Mm. I've seen you twice.
1: Bro's I potato waffle. <laughs> waffly I wonder, if, I wonder if Gary is waffly versatile.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you twice on the Gogglebox tonight. Oh, yes. It's a Gogglebox. It's like having R. Keith in the room.
1: Well, it is the name of a popular TV show now, I suppose. Not it's much longer. sort of come back.
2: <laughs> that ship sailed on that. I don't
1: think so. They get big figures. Some of them have got big figures. <laughs> <laughs> that is true
2: i'm bored of goggle um, and on both occasions iPlayer and children in need neither time were you wearing a suit or jacket of any type not even uh, a pajama jacket no. which i agree is exactly what they're called does this mean i think i think it's very unfair to suggest you waffle gary does this mean yeah. you're becoming a bit street and down with the kids oh frank no praise for this not on your nelly kind regards of
1: course, I lost the second half of that because I was thinking there ought to be a, a show by the by, scout, by the Scout movement called Togglebox. <laughs> yeah, they, they talk about TV shows from from the view of being a scout. Yeah, uh, but no, I did list. Um, well, I did. Um, yes, I, I I do a thing. I've just started doing this thing on iPlayer where I mm-hmm. interview people and talk. They recommend TV shows currently available. Um, but I loved it. I it, it sort of is quite an intimate thing, so a suit doesn't seem
2: intimate. I, is this a spoiler <laughs> alert to say that you're in bed with Lee Mack?
1: I am in bed with Lee Mack. Oh, isn't that's
2: ticks <laughs> off at least one of my. Well, fantasies. I'm on a bed <laughs> with
1: Lee Mack, <laughs> and if I had a suit on, it would all be a bit naked civil servant. Do you know It'd be like somebody just met on the tube <laughs> and took back to a hotel. Mm. So I'm casual on that. Um, that the thing on children in You've need. You've got socks
2: on in that Frank, and I think that was so cute. Frank in socks on a bed. Hello.
1: Frank in socks. <laughs> Frank in socks. T- it was terrifying. That Doctor Frank in socks. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, um, and and the children in need thing. I, I was I was I was mid rehearsal, darling, for another show. Oh. So I, I was a very hooded top. And, and I had to read some stuff out.
2: But I did... The I didn't one... know you'd done Podsy. Um,
1: yes, I... Well, yes, what a night that, of, that was. Bit of tabloid gossip for the exactly. start. You know I exactly. Mean? <laughs> um, yes, we we sat, we played Frank Sinatra songs and lay in each other's arms. On, on a, uh... Pod, podsy calls him old two-eyes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> on a.
2: <laughs> very funny on a
3: wider point have you um, have you been suiting it up a bit less now that you're not on tour in your yes. man in a suit show? <laughs>
1: um i I, I is it like Dress Down Friday the year after that show? I'll tell you what it is. I've just I've just done a series of. Um, this is very much um, my TV life. Can I say it's
2: all gone a bit Des O'Connor show? <laughs> yeah, well, it. it's funny you should mention that Al because I've yeah. just done a series. <laughs> no, I just. I just How did a series.
1: Of, I just did a series of Room One Hundred and One, oh, and I, I where I wear a suit, where I wear a suit and tie. Ah, right. And I quite like the moment just before you know. As you get to that point in the evening, we're about to where you take off your shabby clothes, and uh, there's a song in Pog- Pagliacci, I think, mm, that goes um, all with the motley," which is the motley being like the clown outfit. Oh. Oh, so I love the moment hey. when you take off your rags and put on your finery in front of the mirror with all the little bulbs around the edge. Yeah, you yeah. know what I love. What? I
2: love that this is so Des O'Connor, you've now burst into song. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Having no doubt previously said I couldn't possibly sing. Oh,
1: yeah. Des O'Connor. I did that show a few times. Did
2: you? I how how the... was it?
1: Work with them all, honey. It's yeah. um, with them all. It, it was, it was <laughs> fabulous. I, as you say, questions would start <laughs> like, um,
2: Sir, do you ever have any trouble
1: with your neighbours? <laughs> well, funnily enough, <laughs> there's a guy next door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love all
0: that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
2: We've already established you've been everywhere. You've been uh, with Pudsy and Frank and Socks on the bed.
3: Yes. There's Des O'Connor. Yeah. He gets around, doesn't he?
2: And I also saw him, him being Frank, on The One Show. Oh, I was proud.
3: Well, I um,
2: I
4: hosted. Feel, it. I, feel, a
1: host. wow. I feel bad doing my CV, but yeah, that's the first time I've ever hosted it. It's quite an interesting experience because you know you got your earpiece in, which I don't normally mm. work with. Oh yeah. So you're there trying to be all relaxed and you know chatty to the guests, mm-hmm. and in your ear you've got stuff like, okay, drop the mandarin, We're not going to have time for that and stuff like that. Oh really. Oh. So, um, yeah, this, so there's this voice really in your head like telling it. you what to do.
2: You'd I, never have known. you am know, very
1: calm. I don't know how non Catholics cope with it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I have it most of the time anyway.
2: <laughs> the I Mandarin. Thought, oh, can though, I say I thought you were a natural?
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate that.
2: And um, I love Alex.
1: Yeah, she's fantastic. Oh, I so, so, I, um, I learnt um, seven Mandarin words to, spe- to speak to Lang Lang. You know Lang Lang the. Uh, is that so, my phone? Um, <laughs> Lang Lang the uh, the classical pianist. Yes.
2: Yeah. So How good they named him twice. Yeah, as exactly. Jonathan Rance Rons- once said.
1: And um, he as he does a thing called Mandarin Monday on YouTube.
3: Does he? Mm.
1: Just another Mandarin Monday. <laughs> yeah, when he eats an orange on camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an easy you. peeler. It's <laughs> yeah, it does an easy peeler. <laughs> I um I did an easy peeler once. I, I, I forget what I know was now. WPC Evans. <laughs> oh. And anyway, um, they don't call them peelers anymore really, to no, well. say, actually, that's, actually, that's a nineteenth
2: century. Nineteenth like, century peeders.
1: ribaldry. Yeah. <laughs> um but anyway, so he teaches you a different um Mandarin word every week. So I, I learned Lang to load Lang. so I could talk to Lang Lang. And then I got in the ear. Um, we would have to drop the Mandarin, so that, that, that's gone. Oh, no. But if there are any uh, people... Oh, don't drop is- the
2: Mandarin.
1: If there's any Mandarin uh, speakers listening, <laughs> can I just say, uh, Ni hao which means hello.
2: Lovely.
1: It is lovely, isn't it?
2: Well, I say lovely, it's pretty meaningless to me, but it's <laughs> nice to... Well, I
1: ex- that's why I explained <laughs> it. Yeah, thanks for that. So um, yeah so it's
3: difficult though because it's tonal, isn't it? Mandarin.
1: It is. That's, that's the nice thing about it mm. is that um, you know you could, I can't speak Mandarin, but I could hum it to you. Oh really? It's got that hona, huh, and all that.
2: It's very Just trendy to learn it at the moment. All the youth are learning it. Right. It's a bit like yeah. Should we have is a right?
1: Mandarin text in today? Would you like um, to know what um, what thank you is in Mandarin? Yes. Shishini. Shishini. You've got a
2: lovely tone to you. Thanks,
1: I If there's any Mandarin speakers, it probably sounds like garbage, but I kind of I, 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 I like at least playing at it a little If there's bit. any
2: Mandarin speakers, hope you enjoyed the peelers joke.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, you know, it's something for
2: everybody, I think so. <laughs> By the way, I am. Um, what about your plant, Frank, on the one show? Oh, that was embarrassing. A plant. Yes, I
1: took. I took. Um, my son grew a a, a bean from oh. from bean. Mm. He
2: brought Frank brought. It was a bit like um, you know, when they bring things in show and tell at school. Oh, he was yeah. so proud of his plant because Monty Don was on. He produced this plant. It was the sorriest looking thing. I felt a bit oh. embarrassed. <laughs> Why did you bring that into a they nice sent studio? To me,
1: they said, "Have you got any?" You know, it's the one show. They said, "Have you got any pot plants at home that need a bit of help?"
2: Bit of help. It was <laughs> brown.
1: Because one of the things on the one show is, is combining the two guests in a way. Yeah, so yeah. there's there's a study that says music is good for plants. And, of course, Monty Donson is the big gardener. Uh-huh. So um, so that was it. So I brought in Bozzy's yes. bean. And then somebody dropped it backstage. Can I just say oh. that? One of the people who I told to take absolute care of it, which made my son cry when I got home. The one show broke my son's heart. Oh, that's a just text from a Mrs. Childs. Uh-huh. <laughs>
4: Radio.
1: Absolute Radio. Last week, if you recall, we spoke of uh, Jonathan Ross's Halloween party. Uh, we,
3: you two spoke of. Well, I very meant, I meant we. All right. Well, we can't
2: <laughs> help it that you
1: weren't there. <laughs> I meant we too. I, I don't. I don't handle the invites. It's fine. Um, it's busy. I was busy. So gig. they're a great band. Though the invites, I'd love to handle <laughs> them, but uh, they've got pretty good management.
2: I don't <laughs> handle them either, contrary to popular belief. Yeah. Well, that's a lie, I sort of do. <laughs> and if you if you
1: remember, I um I I had this memory of being snobbed by Absolute Radio's Matt Berry. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. one
3: the, it's one of the lower-level showbiz gossip stories you've told yes, on yes. the show, I think.
1: <laughs> yes. And well, the weird thing about it was, I, I honestly, genuinely didn't know if I'd dreamt it or if it had happened. First mm-hmm. of all, look, Jonathan, you, Jonathan yeah. Ross's Halloween party is, as you can imagine, a fairly dream-like event, isn't it? The way it's lit and everyone's dressed oh, for For you, stoff. maybe. Mm. Well, it is for me. No, it is. It it's, is ca- all it's all kind of It's amazing. It's uh, kind of surreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, And so I, I I came in here um, and I thought, oh, oh that's interesting because I think I have dreamt the, the Matt Berry snob. Mm. Um, and uh, it's good because it shows my inner insecurities and we can pull that apart. We should say, like,
2: Frank, you couldn't establish whether you thought you'd talk to him and he hadn't said anything back Well, or I,
1: I didn't even think he... I honestly thought... I, I, I was on the side if I'd dreamt it. I wasn't certain. Yeah. And I didn't even... So I, I wasn't even sure if he was there. But when yes. I started talking about it on air, and then uh, Emily said, oh, yeah, yeah, he, he was there. And I thought, oh, it wasn't a dream, was it? <laughs> yeah. So what I'm just doing now is saying Matt Berry snobbed me and I'd like to make it publicly known. Yeah. yeah. However, um, I, um, I got an email from, uh, from Matt Berry You did week. not. I did. You yes. had
2: him coming from Berry?
1: Yes. And it, you know what? It was blank. Oh, <laughs> no, it wasn't.
2: <laughs> me. It wasn't. What did he say? Actually, no. how did he get your address? It wasn't me, Well, I t- No,
1: he, he actually, he, he tweeted David Badil and asked for my, um, uh, for my email. And,
3: uh... Can I just ask, did he email you all in caps, like,
2: Dear Frank!
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what did he say in the email? So,
3: actually, I
1: have to say, full credit to Matt there. It's a very, very nice email, indeed. Aww. And, um... I hadn't dreamt it, but he hadn't actually snubbed me. He was—he was, he was actually—he um, was minding Vic Reeves' children, and one of them had just—he uh, couldn't see where one of them was, and that—that that can unnerve you mm-hmm. when you yeah. are left in control of someone's children and then lose one.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, so he—he was—he was, he was like, and he said, actually, he did look for me after to try and—and uh, and then couldn't Aww. find me. So yeah. it was a very nice email. How and did I, he I,
2: sign I, off? Your sincerely, all best.
1: Um, Two Kisses? I can't remember how he signed off. I can have a look. but yeah, I, I Absolute Radio? It. The thing is, I love <laughs> Matt Berry. I love his stuff. I, one of my favourite... In fact, someone asked me recently, what's your favourite sitcom of all time? And I said, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, which is... Do you remember that? Mm, of course I do. Fantastique. Anyway, it was very nice of him, and I apologise for any problems. Matt Berry, turns out, is a very nice man. So it's lovely are.
2: that uh, David Bedell's been peacemaker between the in <laughs> <The, it's, laughs> yes, no, between, yes, go between, go yeah. between.
1: Now the in between uh, that was that uh, after that gig I did in Wigan in <laughs> 1994. <laughs> That's what I called that night.
0: Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: Um, I tell you what else I did um, this week. I did a show called um, Bring the Noise. Do you know
3: it? Um, don't know any of it. I think my wife has said that it. My wife? It didn't, I said to my wife. I think she saw a trailer and said something along the lines of it, it not floating her boat. But maybe uh, it's worth a, oh full, no. a full watch. Well, I. How like dare it. you it be
2: so honest? <laughs> what? It was.
1: <laughs> it was. I e- that's what we did. Incredibly uh, enjoyable to was do. Was it? Really? Oh, it was. Good. It was a real I love. Glad you had, had a nice it? night. Um,. Well, I. you was... allowed to
2: say? Yes, I can say, oh. I can
1: say it was in it. I don't think I should talk about the content too much. It hasn't gone out yet. Well, also,
2: you talked strange. about Little Else this morning, about all the shows you've done. It's it's
1: mm. a game show centred around Yin yu, which you, which is music. Oh. In, oh. In Mandarin. oh, is that your Mandarin again? Yeah, got me Mandarin <laughs> out.
2: People say it's hard to learn, but you seem to Pick master it, it should, in about five should, minutes. They should
3: look at Lang Lang's mar- Mandarin Mondays. Maybe the oh, um, it. maybe it's the pressure of hosting the one show really helped you with the accelerated learning thing. Yeah, Perhaps maybe that is. that's trying Lang to Lang's, learn Mandarin.
2: Lang Lang's Mandarin is that Mondays. my phone. Fine. <laughs> 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 Lang Lang's Mandarin Mondays well, sounds like it, a... it for me. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a Matt Berry show. <laughs>
1: it does actually. It does. Sorry, so, as you were. So um, yeah, so I was. Um, so it, it's like a, a game show about based on popular music.
2: Right. Oh, yeah.
1: And so I was on Nicole Scherzinger's team. Oh, yeah. So, um...
2: She's, she's a, a hottie, isn't she? Yes, and the, od-
1: the other team is, um... is captained by uh, Tiny Temper.
2: I thought you were going
1: to say Captain Sensible. <laughs> no.
2: <he's> a- <laughs> it's a strange booking. Oh,
1: God, I forgot about him, <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, so so th- so that's, that's it, basically. Right. And, uh... And there are many funny guests, you know, Catherine Ryan and Joel Dommy and uh, oh. Anne-Marie, who not only can sing, but is twice world karate champion. What about that for a combo? Who? Who? Hey, Marie. You people make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> Google her.
2: Marie.
1: Just
3: Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie.
1: Oh, rosemary. Anyway, this is mm. this is not what I'm, I'm talking about. So, those a So we're together all day. Of course, that's why he's tuned in because it's the Marshalls. <laughs> oh, he, <laughs> loves the <marshals. laughs> he loves the Marshalls. He <laughs> loves the
2: Marshalls. <laughs> when have you got your karate lesson, darling? I haven't got a karate lesson. No, I yeah. I'm going to get
1: you.
3: Just interested.
1: I'm going to get. I'm going get you a copy of uh, one of my favourite Elvis Presley photographs. Oh it's, it's yeah, him fighting <laughs> in a karate tournament <laughs> in in shades. <laughs> 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 oh. so anyway that it was it, it was really a, such an enjoyable day So when we in rehearsal we had to sing and dance and stuff so it was like you know it was you did different. you do singing did i
2: sing did you, Ooh, did you ever? yes
1: i can't say what though no of um, course but the, uh, it, it was uh, there was a real team spirit um i, I feel like i probably should tell you this bit after um, because um, there's a sign just arrived at my side that says adverts. Mm. And when you're on commercial radio, there are certain things that strike fear into your heart, and it's the, uh, being late on the adverts is, is one of them.
4: This is Frank Skinner, Absolute
1: Radio. So, yeah, so uh, I, um, I think it's fair to say that on Bring the Noise, I was the senior um, representative Lovely. Oh,
2: yeah. Um, what did you I wear? Did you wear trendy master. clothes?
1: I wore a suit. Oh. Yeah. I mean, well, thingy's been on it, um, Martin Kemp. So I'm not the... No. I, I don't know if he's older than me or oh, not. I thought
2: you were going to say Clooney had had an appearance. No.
1: <laughs> no, ma- maybe series eight. Yeah. But um, I don't know if he'd like it. But anyway, I, I, I went for it. So... Um, we were, it's, it's, you do a lot of dancing and singing together, which is not easy with my Blumenthal back.
3: Oh, no, of course, yeah.
1: <laughs> but it I makes will sp-
2: be seeing Blumenthal tonight. <laughs> will you? <sighs> well, I don't know if he'll be there. I, I'm dining in his restaurant, so uh, w- what would you like me to say to him?
1: Well, tell him he's ruined my life.
2: <laughs> OK. I will do. I look forward to that. Thanks.
1: OK. <laughs> Um, it's a message um, you've probably had to pass on to various people after Oh here. yeah,
2: not the first time <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, It means when I dance, I dance in a slightly haughty fashion, I've got a straight back to my head slightly thrown back, I look like I'm dancing like I'm, I'm a member of um, Marie Antoinette's court dancing oh, yeah. compared to the others But there was a bit where um, Nicole Scherzinger, we'd just done a thing and it it had gone well, and she went, yeah, chest bumps, chest bumps. No, she didn't. And I said, I I noticed. (laughs) (laughs) I, I thought she was just celebrating. (laughs) <laughs> um no she said You have she, to
2: take it, Sid James, don't you? No, but I mean, listen. Come
1: on. But listen, she says I didn't I'd never heard of the concept of chest bumps and didn't know what it meant. So she ran yeah, at me. Um,
2: piece?
1: She ran at me oh, sort dear. of um, bo- bossed first. She didn't flatten you, did she? Well <laughs> I thought it was a hug, so I grabbed her. <laughs> so I said. <sort laughs> I sort of literally caught her on the rebound. and She went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just an... And then I realised, of course, ch- then I saw her do it with, with Joel Dom, And I thought, oh, that's what you're supposed to do. You just bounce <laughs> off each other. And I'd sort of caught... Co- oh, I felt such a fool. Oh, felt dear. such a
2: fool, my eye. You knew exactly what you no, were I doing.
1: didn't. I'd never heard of the ter- of the term chess bumps before.
2: She's got a very impressive physique.
1: Well, she does Is a lot of she- yoga.
2: Does it, she? It do, she? does make me... You know those bodies that make you feel slightly tired looking at them? Just I didn't because. look.
1: <laughs> Not at my age. So she was extremely... No, you just
2: grabbed her. Extremely
1: <laughs> friendly and supportive. Good. Um Which, um, I, yes. So um, she also... She fanned me at one point. She what? She fanned me.
3: Is this... Is this a... It's a very
1: phrase. hot. It's very, very hot in the studio. And she has a sort of an... Ornate.
2: Oh, I um, thought that was a command to turn the aircon down. No, right? she has a sort of
1: <laughs> an ornate sort of Spanish lace fan which mm. she uses to, to cool herself. To I either. like the fact
3: you say she has, as if she always has
1: this <laughs> on Well, no, on her. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know if she got it out just for me. It's a
3: bit senorita. Lovely. Of her outfit.
1: Yes, I felt like a Mexican senorita. Did it match
3: the rest of her outfit or was it a sort of. Thing? I couldn't see that's past a, it
1: once it opened. It was personal,
2: Alan. Once it was completely
1: <laughs> splayed, I couldn't see her anymore. <laughs> but I actually lay back, and she uh, she fanned me with this elaborate fan. And yes. I thought, um, I, uh, is this a bit um, camp of me? I looked across, Tiny Temper had got a similar fan, and he was doing himself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, this is. like It's like an, uh, those cowboy films, you know, when the beautiful ladies. Amazing.
2: <laughs> oh, those cowboy films with Tiny Temper in them. Yeah, But, <laughs> but so so practical i've
1: never really thought of all the th- you know how, how often in this studio it's really hot i've never yeah. thought of, of you know of bringing
2: a fan is a great idea Into fan yes. you.
1: i've taken fans into hotel rooms many times
2: <laughs> <laughs> but i've never hate that period in your life i,
1: I i'm thinking i might get a, a fan. Cause you, could, you could have <laughs> different um patterns on them and stuff you know
3: yeah you could have, like, a smiley face on it for when you're doing your... Maybe at house. the
1: football, you could have um, one with your team's um,
3: badge. Oh, yeah.
1: Not the one often needed at the football. The Hawthorns, West Bromwich Albion's home ground, is the highest ground above sea level in the
3: country. Good fact. It's cold. It's oh, properly cold. That, huh? The m is <laughs> the highest motorway in Britain. I think, it's think you, um, This is this the best bit we've 15. ever done on the show. <laughs>
4: Frank Skinner,
2: Absolute Radio. I'll
1: tell you what I, I have noticed. I've been, I, I think we've established I've done, um, and I don't say this to Brad, but I've done f- I've f- several different television shows this week, and I've realised You're everywhere, love. That when I'm in my dressing room, I've realised how much I judge people by their door knock.
2: Oh, oh yeah. that's interesting. If I If I get a...
1: I, I already despise that person. <laughs> I mean, through an inch and a half of wood, I still now, I, I haven't even seen them at this point But Tell me why I just, that
2: is. It just feels a little bit enforced jollity. Delibera- is that what it is?
3: Deliberately jaunty. Oh, colourful, yeah. character. Yes, I, colourful character. Yes. Self
2: style, colourful character.
3: I just. It's like a description of me that you just did there,
1: isn't it? Jaunty. <laughs> no, but you know, how would you knock if you knocked on someone's door? Oh, let's all so do like, our knockers. Go on, I'll then. do it. Go on. Frank, <laughs> <laughs> don't throw the name. <laughs> Mr. I expect Mr. Skinner. Oh, really? They say Mr. Mr. S- Mr. Skinner three minutes, and I say
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do our knocks. You do, you, you do yours. Did mine, okay, yeah, I'll do it's... mine. Frank, oh my
1: no, so you both accompany it comp- comp- with my voice. Okay, my I name. won't do it with the voice. <laughs> no, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> that's impatient. That, that would be startling. It almost implies
2: that I'm neurotic or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Frank, what's your knock?
1: I don't knock. I just walk in. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what happens when you get to my level. <laughs>
4: absolute, absolute.
0: Absolute radio. Frank Skinner
1: on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Text the show, please, on 812.15. <laughs> Beggy,
2: Beggy. You that's can
1: uh, tweet us on at Frank on the radio mm-hmm. or you can uh, go through you can email us through the absolute radio <laughs> website very,
3: <laughs> good. very good
2: i loved you buying time as you forgot it there. and yeah.
3: we have we have had emails in so i think we should um, perhaps take a trip to email corner well hold on hold on hold on
1: what about this nice i
3: love it it's great that um I mean, this email, I'm afraid, Frank, is not going to dissuade people from thinking that this whole show is about your showbiz career. Oh. Um, hi, team. After hearing that Frank was struggling to hear what was being said at Steve Coogan's 50th birthday <laughs> party... <laughs> 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 well, at least it That chose. was the
2: week before <laughs> Jonathan Ross's <laughs> Halloween party. Yes.
3: But it's what thinking. a social butterfly you are. I am... Um, I, um, I think I'm more of a hornet. Hmm. Um... Uh, over the background music at the 50th birthday party, this is... Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I would pass on a wonderful tip someone gave me in one of those <laughs> nights. I should say,
1: shouldn't I, sorry, that yes. just to make it... It's that thing when you're at a party or in a bar or wherever, what I was moaning about, where you're going, yeah, uh, yeah, I went, I went there, and you're having to shout. you mm-hmm. can't hear what they're saying, you have to get... I, someone, I could feel someone speak going on my, the side <laughs> of my face.
3: Yeah, that kind of thing, yeah. It's so a, that, that well, was what I was I have was to say, about. we
2: did have it slightly at Jonathan Ross's Halloween yeah. Party did and it? but oh, I no. dealt with that. You know what I did? I just went over and turned the music yeah. down myself.
1: Well, I did realize I was standing next to the speakers as well, which is. Um, yeah. Yeah. I
2: wondered whether we were just old, Frank.
1: Yeah, John Burko was there.
2: Were they invited?
1: <laughs> Everyone gets invited.
2: Were <laughs> oh, united? Odda, Odda, What was he
1: called? Remember the <laughs> Scottish one? Odda, Odda. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, anyway, sorry. So I'm no, just giving him a bit of background. Carry but on. I do text so
2: in. What? Who's your favourite speaker? So Eight, twelve, y- fifteen.
1: You're
3: at the. Um, you're at the. Uh, coogan's party and there's background music uh, and it was thought, a lovely party and i had a great time mm-hmm. i thought i'd pass on a wonderful tip someone gave me in one of those nightclub venues they used to have in the 90s when struggling to <laughs> hear what someone was saying to me they pressed their finger over the little sticky out bit in front of my ear canal effectively blocking it off and then spoke closely to my ear this blocked out all peripheral noise and i could hear their voice perfectly over the music Please try this, as it is magnificent, and unlike so many things in life, actually works as described and is marvellous. All the best, Adam. Well, oh, thanks, Adam. I'll <laughs> tell you what—I'm—I'm I'm slightly worried about this as a technique. The—the the touching of another person's ear. And well, then can we get this right as well? I think because there's a real danger of hot breath, don't you?
2: He's not—he's oh, not loathe hot breath, but he's, he's breath not talking
1: about. Um, mm. I thought of. <laughs> I thought, well, I, I thought he meant that you blocked the other ear, but you 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 actually blocked the ear you're talking into, is yeah. that
3: right?
2: Oh, I thought you blocked the other ear as no, well. No, I
3: think what's happening here... I'm, I've taken off one of my cans, yeah. re, Radio Lingo.
2: Revealing your we can of see of, uh, Alan. We can
3: currently see Alan's ear. Yeah. And
2: he's just had a haircut, it's all Alan's gone a bit... Zia. What were those books you like, Frank Suede, had.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Skinhead Escapes. <laughs> <think it's> this <laughs> bit here is pushed back... so that bit there must be if any of our listeners know what is the term for that that sort of front, front flap that nearly covers your ear hole
2: any doctors listening
3: yes yeah um, and then you whisper into that bit. Do you want to give it a try? We so you close it, it down. We, try during well, we the need song? some. Le- oh,
2: we could do it. Yeah. Wa- no. I'll, t- I'll crank
1: the music up Not during the me. song. Yeah.
2: I think the men you could do it. We'll do it. You don't want to do it on
1: me because I've got that sort of pork scratching hair on my ears, <laughs> which I think you'll find appalling.
2: It
3: makes
1: me hungry. What no. is <laughs>
2: the least offensive combination? I think the, I think
1: the men should do it.
2: So do I.
3: So Frank, whisper in my ear. I'll yeah. whisper in your
1: ear, but I'll I'm, just, the I'm music. still worried about the hot breath, though. It's all right. We're going to do an experiment. It's a good song as well, so it's just right. Imagine we're in a really okay. groovy club. <laughs> hot <cloth>.
2: Birmingham <laughs> breath as well.
1: Yeah, it's. Um, I have I've brushed this morning, in case you're wondering. <laughs> I didn't floss, but I brushed. Okay, so we'll will we'll be back in a, in a minute and let you know how this experiment works I'm out.
0: Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio.
1: So, um, we tried it. We've got ear news, haven't we? Oh, sorry, I haven't turned... Oh, turn turned us on! I, tu- I turned the wrong
2: mic You haven't off. turned he- us on! I haven't put his finger
3: over the flap of the front of my ear so <laughs> No, I, th- I, th- I thought your finger was still in my ear then.
2: I could <laughs> Can I just say, it was, it was somewhat erotic. I don't
1: Basically, think
2: it was. <laughs> Alan was investigating Frank's tragus.
1: Yes, we've... Thank you. Uh, can we just name-check one of the people who's told us that it's called the tragus,
3: first Yes, thank
2: you um, to 512. Thank you for all your work, 587. And five. 752 couldn't
3: have done it without you 752 has uh, texted just the word Tragus, Dr Claire oh, I think, I like that. I think oh. she may have texted before and, uh, and oh, I think Dr. we Claire. may have joked about her being the doctor of the show I thought that the was
2: show. the name of the speaker tragus. We could do
3: with the show doctor like this
1: morning and yeah. Dr Hillary.
2: We haven't got the budget for that.
1: we can barely for well, these d- people. Doctor Claire could do it. Doctor Claire, <laughs> Doctor Claire is, it. Uh, you know, she's probably had an NHS experience. If there's any wealthy doctors
2: nothing. who have personal wealth and don't mind helping us out, fine.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd rather Doctor Claire did it at the goodness of her heart. Yeah, and she'll know if there's any goodness left in her heart through thorough examination. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, the so Alan press my tragus. That's the headline in the. She's uh, yeah. like Freddie Star at my <laughs> Amsterdam. Yeah. And you know what? It it damn well worked. It does. I work. thought
2: you were going to say, Alan pressed my Trager's," and I liked it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I really, <laughs> it was I really the first cr- track. It was the first
2: Love that track. Katy Perry. Yeah.
1: So I cranked up the last track as loud as literally to the top of the um,
2: oh, was fader. It, was it up there?
1: Yeah, on eleven. I've
2: put a lovely picture on my Twitter feed. If you'd like to see this happen.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and Alan Alan did me and I did Alan. Yeah. Oh, it was like being at public school.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Sarah and I attempted it as well.
1: Oh, did you? Mm. Oh, I missed that. Oh,
2: (laughs) sickos. (laughs) Um, Absolute sicko
1: Ah, coffee and cream (laughs) But it works, it does work (laughs) Yeah Does it work? Honestly, well
2: didn't you just try it? Yeah, but it didn't work for us Yeah,
1: but you were probably tentative And also you've got very long nails So you can't really, you can't You can't can't get deep into the tragus
3: Mm. I don't think you get deep. It's just a. Fl- I think like there's a, a triangular embargo
1: fl- over there at the moment. <laughs> yeah,
2: Rich has tweeted us to say I'm loving the new "Here Comes the Science" bit feature <laughs> <when> <laughs> on the radio. Yes, it's starting to become what, something of a regular for us. It's really. Uh,
1: I'm brilliant. I'm I'm brilliant.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the. That's the uh, <laughs>
2: I'm brilliant!
3: I'm mean the trailer sorted. It's the Freudian <laughs> thing. That's I mean, the underlying message of every show, but it's never yeah. put quite so bluntly, uh, no, it? I've never actually come straight <laughs> out with it before.
2: He's <laughs> just saying now. He's actually doing a show where he just says, I'm brilliant. I don't know why
1: I
3: said that.
2: I do, because you think it. <laughs> it's nice to
3: see Obviously three you hours. Obviously I think it, but I don't know why I said it. <laughs> three hours of radio condensed to two words. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I'd say it's a 30-year career <laughs> condensed to it um, yeah. I feel awful
1: I said it but you know what I'm already over it <laughs>
2: Was that his name? George, George Thomas first speaker to be heard on radio that's not the one we Was mean Was he George Thomas? Nine nine zero. no I mean the more recent one
1: I meant about the Scottish one So am who, I um, left in Text us because we don't
2: you know we have a no Google policy so
3: Yeah the one who um, rec- Pre-Burko Yeah Pre-Burko mm. exactly um, we've had another bit of tragus
1: news, the I, flap I might. A bit. I, I might I, oh. Have we got time for this last bit of tragus? I think we have to go to the adverts. Char- oh, okay. Charlie's giving me such a look. <laughs> fine, yep, fine, fine. I don't want her to twist my tragus. <laughs> Isn't that um, Happy Mondays? <laughs> 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 this
4: is Frank Skinner. Absolutely.
1: We were talking about if you want to talk to someone in a loud bar or club, etc., or at um, Steve Coogan's 50th birthday party, press their tragus, which is the front part of their ear, and speak into that seemingly closed ear, and it operates a bit like the Whispering Gallery in St Paul's Cathedral. And you there's, can a, just hear the there's a how-to
2: demonstration currently on uh, yes. my Twitter page of yes. Alan and Frank, so uh, oh, also specialist
1: interest there. Young people are in those loud places, don't they just direct message each other?
2: Oh, that would no, be, be a, a good idea.
1: idea. Do they? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can imagine two people dancing and still doing that, it's so loud. Yeah,
3: yeah. And also
1: people don't speak anymore, do they?
3: No, not much. <laughs> Certainly not in our house. What I like is um, Adam, who sent this in. I like his sort of air of pessimism. Please try this; as it is magnificent, and unlike so many things in life, actually works. I like that. He's got a can. I recommend a, a a gloom he, but Uplifting.
1: Yeah, you should try the ornate Spanish lace fan, which yes. I find works much better than you might imagine. Is that your tip for life? That would be good. I mean, well, I, what I would like a to know here is the question: Now, is the ear trumpet obsolete? Oh.
2: It feels very Victorian. But wouldn't
1: that be good in a club? Yes. Because you'd speak directly down. You can't down
2: take an ear trumpet <laughs> to a club. It's no, you can't, classic. but you
3: could probably get in with a cone of chips and then fashion the. <laughs> that
1: I don't know if you would get in with a cone of chips. What sort of clubs do you, you go to?
2: <laughs> I, I imagine. Don't after that.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: you I don't imagine um, a lot of the people that go clubbing have got dunces' hats left <laughs> from school. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: could take think one that? of those.
1: Oh. And fashion an ear trumpet Let's from that. D- do elaborate. you think it's the
2: shallow he- end of the gene pool that go clubbing?
1: D- just hear me out. Imagine if <laughs> you, you. I do. If people. You know where people used to go to clubs? I don't know if they still do this with whistles and stuff like yeah. that around their neck. Oh, yeah.
2: and gloves. Didn't they like gloves?
3: White gloves. And anything big paper like, rub. Glutton we didn't sticks. go to clubs.
2: Yeah. Clubs were for the people that didn't pay attention at school, I'm afraid.
3: I don't agree. But. <laughs>
2: That's because well, you've got a party. I have no I, opinion. I enjoyed clubbing okay.
1: while it lasted for me. I, I like night clubbing, but I always thought if anyone who can't get drunk by half past ten shouldn't even be in pubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all about pacing. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I picture, if you will, a tradition now where people go to clubs with a little Ear trumpet on on a, <laughs> on, a on a lanyard, strange <laughs> making club. Perhaps perhaps maybe uh, pins uh, high vis, high vis ear trumpet. <laughs> or, orange,
2: orange club, People orange
1: day glow. The... No, because it would become the thing, and then when you talk to someone, I'm thing. sure you could use it for a, um, some sort of illegal substance as well. It'd be multi <laughs> High vis ear trumpet <laughs> is going
2: <laughs> to become the thing. Also, apparently. you know,
1: if it's packed in there, you need to uh, urinate. You could probably just put the ear trumpet in another dancer's pocket. Good point, Bob's your uncle.
2: I don't think this is a good idea, mind you. I am the person who insisted on taking a chair to the Chemical Brothers gig because I refused to stand.
1: That's fabulous. <clears throat> I honestly think the vis ear trumpet could become a clubber's mainstay. <laughs> you, no, do you I love laugh, that, Bob. Laugh about it, but remember, <laughs> just look back to this when it happens.
4: This is Frank Skinner.
1: So, um, yeah, so we, that was a very good live tip, I must say, about the press in the um, Tragus.
3: It was, and we've got it from our readers, the, the the audience, and I think they've probably got other little life tips. I think the young people call them life hacks, don't they? Hacks. Do they? Yes, hacks. They that's do, right, yeah. yeah. How are you spelling that? H A C K S. Sorry, you didn't
2: say H. I was worried. I wouldn't say H. Well, it could have gone one of two me. ways. Come that on, one. you said
3: Descartes.
2: <laughs> um,
1: you said tomato. I've never heard life hacks.
2: Have you
3: before. not? Well, I mean, I love oh, life hacks. I love, really,
2: hack. See, how really I love the way is...
1: Sarah is the uh, assistant producer today. Very who, trendy. Is, ...who's about, uh, uh, what, what are you, 23. 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looks at me then, like, oh, <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> she gave yeah. you what I'm calling a Worth's original look.
1: Yes, she did. <laughs> mm. But she's the sort of person, if I asked her to go to the paper shop, she'd look at me like a dog watching a card trick, as I think Bill Hicks wants used <laughs> use as an example. Why? Um, because I'm
2: northern. you're
1: northern. I'm northern. congratulations. I'm <laughs> <shop it's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this bright light is electricity, don't you? Oh, really come, come. So that's a very old one, I know.
3: On. So anyway... Um, What's
2: happened to this show? Yeah,
3: I worry that this life hack that we've been sent, this little life tip no, you ladder... you know the life hack? Is, no, let's stick with yeah, life hack, I, I like it. Let's stick with because it makes it
2: sound trendy. I think it's it's it's
3: targeted at kind of people that go out to nightclubs and listen to loud music. Maybe even yeah. at a rock concert, you could hear that. But I've got one that I would genuinely like to share. This is a game-changer for go me. Go on. Um, dry sax. I Yes, I my, hate that. My, They're um, oh. <laughs> no, not talking about it. My... Uh, my, I, I travel a lot uh, for luggage. I, I take. Ish. I'm just going to reach over to my bag now. Oh, this is a good bit. Look, I'm
4: getting it out.
3: <laughs> I take on the road with me what on little earth bags, is that? and I put in like. Uh, Can I say it's like luggage dividers inside your own? the room. most I'm I'm the the thing, this now. thing
2: you've ever done. You know when you go? I've got past several
3: of them for the photo. For Hold the... on,
1: I have to paint a word picture yeah, for, yeah. A, please for do, our readers. Please do. Um, Alan is holding on what looks like he's torn down a, a windsock from a local <laughs> um, <laughs> airfield. It's bright yellow, this one is, um, and plastic, and uh, and it has like a, a sturdy. It mm-hmm. looks like it could be clipped onto something. What it looks, looks like like it. Like it could operate, isn't it? It's a windsock. Do, yes.
2: do you know what it looks like? It's the sort of thing you'd order from one of those supplements that you get with a Sunday magazine. <laughs> no, no,
3: no, no. For you know leakage? You'd be more advised to get it from, like, a camping shop. OK. Um, and, and you can get them in different sizes. But, but what do they do? What do here's they the do? little tip, Frank. What's it for? When you are going on the road four or five nights, you pop in your pants and socks in here, roll it up, roll it up, look, clip it... And then, when you're away, as you've got dirty stuff, like maybe you go and exercise in the gym and so you've got sweaty stuff, you don't want that sweaty stuff contaminating your clean stuff that's in your bag. I, so that's you pop the size of
2: that. That wouldn't be enough for my fans.
3: Oh, goodness me, I wondered where I was <laughs> <you're> <laughs> I really worried about that moment. Yes. Um, yeah, well, I've got different sizes. Look. You've got several. <laughs> <laughs> you've got another one. And
1: another. Three dry bags. I've got three dry bags. Three on, dry bags full. I've been on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I've
3: been on the road since Wednesday. But honestly, in terms That's of the washing. That's a nice washing. For Mrs. Cockrell not, when no, she I'll gets do out. my own washing. I'm a modern man. E um, by gone black sheep. And, have and you she were, any, she have you any dirty clothes? <laughs> but honestly, if you don't want cross contamination of clean stuff and dirty stuff, they're amazing. They're a game changer. And they're inexpensive. You and know, like it's been the great for it four or
1: five. It's been the bane of my life. Bacteria passing mm. from one clothing article to another by osmosis. Has and this, this has put a stop to it. I've never even heard of the dry bag. Game no, changer. me neither. Because guess what? I've heard changer. of a dry cleaner.
2: Thank you. Good night. <laughs> and the laundry.
1: That, um, I'm I'm impressed, Alan. Thank you. I, lo- I, I love. You. you know what
2: I love? Oh. I
1: love a, I love a life hack.
4: <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank
0: Skinner on Absolute Radio.
3: I am. Um, I think the uh, texting about little hacks for life has taken off, but somebody has just texted earplugs. I think that might be. That's nice of them. I think that's a response. I think they're saying oh. earplugs were a game changer for me. I oh. mean, they haven't been very. Do they off-coming. mean in clubs? Or oh, maybe they mean in clubs. I just assume. that do you wearing earplugs in to clubs, you do wonder if you should be going to clubs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing. <laughs> but. We've also had a text from Jen from Aldershot saying, Frank, M&L, sorry to be a pain, but please can you clarify the tragus issue? Do you press down on the one you speak into? Tragus. Tragus. Tragus
2: issue. I love that Dan Brown novel. Yes, you
1: press down the one that you're speaking into. So what what happens is you close out most exterior Mm. sound, but because you're getting in (laughs) close, you're sort of going around the back of the flap a bit. So you're sneaking in oh. at the uh, at, the, uh, at the entrance at the triangle extremity, <laughs> which I don't know if you've ever been to that pub, but it's yeah, you
3: do a lovely roast.
2: Is that in Vauxhall?
3: And uh, it is. <laughs> Paddy so. has texted, read the dry sacks. I spend a lot of time on the road and use something similar. It's called a carrier bag. Same idea, fraction of the price. Paddy. Well, I'm I. Hey, I love a bargain as much as the next man, but the carrier bag more is (laughs) is not as waterproof. These are waterproof once they're rolled and clipped, so you could take swimming gear rolled and clipped. I love the BFG.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've got a great life hack for excellent on the road, as you put it. Let's hear it. it. Well, I don't know if this will be relevant to you being male. Is is
1: it going to be about brassiers?
2: More, hang on a second. Hold your high horses. Are you familiar with hair straighteners, the yes. straightening irons the ladies use?
3: Yes. Yeah. Sure.
2: So sometimes, you know, my fear of creases on clothes, I mm. can't abide creases. Abide mm. creases. If I don't have an iron or I don't have time, I might have a call downstairs. Emily, we're leaving now. I um, I'll get the straighteners out and go over the sleeves of the shirt with them. Oh.
1: Very good. Use the straighteners well, as an iron. Absolutely, I don't understand, but yes. It's Why brilliant. do you
2: not absolutely. understand? You're using irons for the shirt or it's, for a dress. No, it's, it's not
3: th- dissimilar to the old um, hang things up in the same room as you have your shower, so that the steam knocks. Yeah, I don't
1: know. Out. It,
2: does it doesn't work. I've
3: tried it. I've done that. I've well. tried that.
2: My other one is, if you've got a scuff on the back of your heels, mm-hmm. carry a little black Sharpie pen round with you, colour it in.
3: Oh, excellent. So that, Thank you. That I, is wonder, a game I wonder if I've got a scuff
1: on the back of my heels. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, no i idea.
1: no idea if I've got a scuff on the back of my heels.
2: OK, I'll tell you.
3: Um, I have another one. Uh, have more fruit in your bag than you think you really need to eat in your dry bag in no just in your normal (laughs) in the the, um in the food section of your luggage more
1: fruit than you need to eat and then if you're attacked by a (laughs) rhesus monkey
4: yeah you
3: can give it some fruit yeah but also you get the very specific joy of eating your luggage lighter oh yes i like that generally oh man i i was on a tube last night and i ate an apple then two bananas and then add another apple and when I picked my bag up to get off that train, it was, was it like. lighter? Oh, it was like a hot air balloon that someone had thrown a sandbag off. I've yes. T- it was. Ju- it just lifted well, up. Well, I mean, I once travelled with an
1: entire roasted ox.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can
1: you imagine? Do
2: you know what's hurt my feelings, Alan? Is that I feel that Frank has been a bit more enthusiastic about your life hacks than mine. Well, you I must- mean, all you said, I have really very ingenious ones, all you said was eat fruit. And he said, oh, that's a great idea. I know, but I
1: don't She's carry a um, hair straighteners.
2: Yeah, I know. My- I'll tell you what
1: I have done on. I'd say five, six occasions. I've gone on holiday and the shoes I've taken with me have been ones that are really... You know, you take a spare pair, so I'll take um, a lightweight pair, and then I'll take some shoes that are really on the way out. Really. Mm. They haven't got much left in. And then on the last day of the holiday, I'll just leave them at the hotel. Oh, Don't have to brilliant. carry them back. I mean, <laughs> oh, you really feel brilliant. like you've got one over on the I world. I bet you look lovely brilliant.
2: on that holiday as well. <laughs> 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 what a great tip.
1: There you go. I know you'll follow that one closely, Emily.
0: Absolutely. absolute Absolute. radio frank skinner on absolute radio
2: one of my favorite other life hacks which i hope you'll be a little bit more enthusiastic about Mm -hmm. is the post-it note to clean the keyboard on the computer what do you think of that
1: sharp yeah
2: (laughs) so you know you get all those bits yes Mm -hmm. in between and it's very hard to get in there slide a little post-it note through it, sticks all the dirt and the grime sticks to the gluey surface of the post-it note. What do you oh, think of that? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, I don't it's know if it like works. He didn't say he liked it. He, he won't can. give no, me no. any praise No, no I, I What will. is
1: it? I, but no, because I'm, it's taken me somewhere else. Oh. Uh, oh. And I'm not sure if this would... But one of my um, least favourite small, small things in life, because obviously there are big things one mm. doesn't like, but um, small things... Is post hair when you get that oh. itchy oh, yeah. round, and no matter how careful they are with their cloaking, there's always a bit gets down <laughs> the back of it. Yeah. The... Yeah. Now I wonder if if that would work on that. If you could get a yellow sticky, as I as I would like to call it, mm-hmm. and um, and just go over the neck and collar, sort of give yourself a scrim
3: almost, what? like scratch hey, it yeah like... a scream i've never heard that before but yes you know a scrim don't you you know the um is that the guy that does the radio one breakfast show no, a, scrim <laughs> <is like> the... <laughs> a scrim is like the rubber blade on a handle that one would use to clean windows is that a
2: scream i've
1: never heard that before in my life get out of here
2: but i'd come round yours with a lint roller
1: i tell you what i discovered recently mm. um and speaking to uh, a tv chef and I never knew this, but you know when you buy cling film in a roll in the box? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Every time I pull the cling film, the thing comes rolling out. Yes. And I end up standing there like on paper in the wall. Mm. There are two little things at the end of a cling film box that you press in.
3: Yeah.
1: Two really? little tiny panels. And you just press them in and they pop like that. And then they, and hold, they hold the roll in. Do
2: you know I'm going it. to discuss that with Heston tonight?
1: Don't discuss it with him after <laughs> what he did to me. <laughs> You're honestly going to see Heston tonight. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a note. <laughs> Frank.
4: Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
1: This is um, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen. Follow us on Twitter at Frank on the radio and you can email us directly through the uh, Absolute Radio website (laughs) (laughs) I've started doing that without the um, written thing and it started so well but the the further I'm getting from the written evidence
2: the more worthers you're getting but
1: it's good It's good at my age it's good to get your brain active especially getting one of those little computer things that uh, one imagines Jamie Lee Curtis uses on flights
3: yes
2: I'm going to get you one of those phones with the huge numbers on them.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much.
2: Uh, We've had some lovely texts and emails from our readers. Yes, Lovely. You were talking earlier about one of your life hacks... Which was bring some revolting shoes on holiday.
1: Shoes that are on the the way out. I never use the word revolting. You've added that. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I wonder why. And then (laughs) you spend the entire holiday looking awful and then you just leave the shoes there. Yes. Well, it seems that one of our readers agrees with you. We've just had this in from 537. Hi, team. I used Frank's shoe tip on a holiday to Japan a few years ago. I climbed Mount Fuji in my old comfortable shoes and left them in the hotel room bin. A few days later, at home, a parcel arrived from Japan, the shoes cleaned and accompanied by a nice note from the hotel.
3: They are oh. marvellous. So, so mm. efficient. They are. Uh, we've also had... Hello, Frank. Can,
1: can I just tell you something? When oh, I, yeah. when I um, went to the World Cup in South Africa... Yes. World um, the, the World Cup. <laughs> <Yeah>. The World Cup. Yeah. England, I felt, had played so badly that when I left my hotel room, I left uh, three England scarves and two England T-shirts. I just left them in there. I thought, I won't be needing those again. oh. oh. And absolutely. Did correct. they send them back? No, did they? Hell.
2: I kept. I kept trying to lose a ceremonial plate they gave me in Sri Lanka. <laughs> I was with the ambassador, a high oh, commissioner. Yeah. I do apologise. And um, they just kept sending it back to me. They oh. wouldn't let me leave without it.
1: It's so hard to uh, offload a ceremonial plate. <laughs> I find <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I've got one in my
3: head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hello, Frank. My boyfriend serves his old worn-out boxer shorts to take on holiday and bins them every day. That's a brilliant idea. Zero, two,
1: Lovely I think for that's his fantastic. girlfriend. I'm
3: guessing this is uh, two people in a
1: long-term relationship. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
4: yeah,
1: you might be uh, on the nail there. No, that's a good idea. Time I I think I that's go a is that a good idea.
3: idea? That's horrible. Hey, no, that's a really good idea. Next I've been on the road I'm since away. Wednesday. I could have uh, considerably lighter luggage if I was dispensing pants every day, couldn't I? Yeah, I'm. next time I go on holiday with my girlfriend, I'm taking Barry McGuigan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Neil from Watford says, similar to Frank shoes, I have holiday pants. He's put holiday pants in brackets. Yes, let me know what that means. Mm. No, that's. A, it, I think that's
1: really. It's it's a good way of getting rid of things because you leave things lying around the house for age. I'm thinking maybe all the odd socks I've got. I don't know how it happens, but in my sock drawer there's probably thirty odd socks. Yeah, and um, maybe I'll just wear those for a fortnight's holiday.
2: That's that's good. I like to look the best I've ever looked on a holiday.
1: My uh, my cleaner, I remember, um, (laughs) was going to Ibiza for her holidays, Mm. and she had um, nails. she (laughs) had her nails (laughs) done. She's doing
2: all right for
1: herself. I I like like to look after my staff, (laughs) and um, I. Not on Saturdays. Olive oil. (laughs) (laughs) Olive oil, I'd recommend. Um,
2: um,
4: So she
1: had her nails done before she went away. Maybe you're familiar with this, I'm sure um, our assistant producer is. But she had, yeah, so so the first nail was yellow and the next one was orange. You know this? And then yellow and then orange. And I said, they're nice. She said, yes, sun and sand.
2: Oh, (laughs) lovely, Frank. It is. Sun and sand. Well, I never.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah oh, as I said earlier, I'm brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway...
2: Uh, wh- oh, I, no, I tell you what I want to talk about this morning. He's one of my obsessions. Oh, yes. Shire LaBeouf. Yes. Are you familiar with the work of Shire? Well, you know what?
1: The only reason I know Shire L- LaBeouf is because... Buff. LaBeouf. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Um, is that we've mentioned him on this show before. I, I don't try. think I've um, ever seen him in anything i think he's... what's the biggest movies ever well done? Oh, what's interesting question. Question.
2: is what he did recently he watched all his movies as part of a sort of art house experiment back to back there were 29 of them in total oh okay. 29 of the critters he watched them back to back he's not in
3: critters is he he <laughs> had a lot probably how old is he that
1: he's made 29 films 29 he's 29 yeah yeah. is that how he does it he's one for every year of his I life i don't
3: know i think he was a child star wasn't yes he? is that right i didn't well know he was that. in
2: transformers when he was very young but you oh. see
3: the thing
2: is i realized i haven't seen i thought how many of these movies have i seen one which was wall street money never sleeps which i did genuinely fall asleep in towards uh-huh. the end oh
1: <laughs> well,
3: that's odd yeah
2: Especially that's the only it's one it's called
3: that yeah mm. only
2: one i've seen um have you seen any of his films
3: I think I've I wouldn't know Leboff
1: if he walked in here now I can honestly say
2: Really?
1: Even if he walked in in Laboff?
2: <laughs>
3: would you be, recognise him he in the be street? shy about it, would he? No, he in
1: certainly not, he couldn't get any shyer <laughs> Very
2: good Well, I recognise um, him more for his, his madcap eccentric behaviour Because this is what he yeah, does yeah. He's got previous, hasn't he, Al? Yeah,
3: I recognise him because I think he was in the papers a few years ago Maybe we covered it on this show For scrapping in a New Cross pub that my mate lives round the corner from So okay. it was sort of one of those weird ones where I go... I know that pub. Oh. I'm, re- I'm really warming to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He
2: chased a homeless man down the street after his McDonald's.
3: <laughs> after or trying
2: to get yeah, his trying McDonald's. To get his McDonald's, yeah. He's a character. Because my first
1: thought in that is, how did he get the McDonald's? In the f- I was once on yeah. New Street Station, and a homeless man, God bless him, came up to me and said, "Oh, can I have a bite of your burger?" <laughs> and I thought, "Hmm, how do I handle this?" <laughs>
2: Well, and is this a one
1: real, of your bit of a git moments? It was a real... Te- well, this could be a life hack because yeah. I, I wanted to share with him, he was a homeless man, but I didn't want him to have a bite and, and it, to feel heavier than, than when I handed it over. <laughs> <laughs> so what I did, I tore a piece off and gave it that to him. That is clever. There you go, life hack number 17.
4: <laughs> this is Frank Skinner.
3: So, Shire. Well, actually, we've had a text saying, um, Frank, you might have seen him in the film Constantine. He plays Keanu Reeves' young assistant. Hope that helps. Is that about the Emperor Constantine? Have you seen it? I don't think I have seen it. Or is it about... It's not about Leary Constantine, the West Indian. Well, I have to say, (laughs) um, Constantine isn't on this list. Maybe they didn't do bit parts. Perhaps he... uh, Perhaps he just went for major roles. He went for the main one. So he sat in a cinema and he watched every film he'd
2: every he Every film he's was done. And they showed his reactions. He laughed, he cried, he ate popcorn. He walked out at one point. Did and how, lo- how
1: long yeah. does it take to watch every... Three song? days. Yeah. Oh, straight through.
3: I think it's a chunk of time, yeah.
2: He wore a Parker. Oh,
1: fair enough. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Quadrophenia, was he? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, it was the guy, um, famous American comic, you know that, um, do you believe there's a man on the moon, it's about him Oh yeah,
3: Andy Kaufman
1: Andy yeah. Kaufman Very good Andy okay. Kaufman did a gig once and the audience turned up and he read um, The Great Gatsby yes. All the way through
3: <laughs> Yeah
2: This story made me think that. Almost bookable I think they should make Frank do that Oh, i oh. love that. Frank, watching the Brits, hello. Hey, isn't <laughs> Can you imagine oh, no. seeing your reaction? <laughs> and the best, Al, what if he watched Fantasy Football and All of Unplanned with David Baddiel?
1: Oh. I don't know if they still exist. I think we had them burnt after. <laughs> <laughs> what about, I mean, imagine, just imagine, I, I think I've had six stand-up yes. DVDs. Mm. Uh, okay. I say DVDs, obviously a lot of them were on. VHS. Mm-hmm. In fact, the first one, I think, was audio with a court artist illustrator. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine sitting through those. Could there be anything more excruciating? Because every g- gag that didn't get a good laugh would be, like, having a piece of glass stuck docu- up. In- I'll say your eye. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, For I, you. I, so well, when he's I- sitting there, I suppose because... Th- I don't know, I'm presuming they're not comedy films, but if no, you're watching it, if, if it was comedy are. and you were watching them not laughing, oh, yeah. you were there in the midst. Oh, But awful. that's
2: why I'd enjoy it, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> and that's why I think... <laughs> I, I, children in need, they should have done that. I don't want to see Gino oh, yeah. De Campo in a sequin waistcoat. I want to see you having to watch all your oeuvre. OK, I'll do it. Thank you. <laughs> I pay two grand, FYI. I, tell,
1: I, went, I went to a um, Laurel and Hardy all day Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, I didn't know you'd seen them live.
1: Which was, it was eight hours of Laurel and Hardy awesome. movies. It was organised by the Laurel and Hardy fan club, which is called The Sons of the Desert. And...
2: I don't think uh, it was organised by Harvey Goldsmith, to be
3: honest. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, we got, we got one of those party organisers from, uh, from Knightsbridge. <laughs> now, um, so I just went as a, as a ponter, and it was what was brilliant about it... Um, was that the guys, the organisers? they there was, they had to stop after a bit because they sat watching the films, and just before Laurel or Hardy said something, they said, it. "Yeah." So they were going with Laurel and Hardy d- through the dialogue, but just ahead of them. Oh. So So um, I mean, I I am able to do this with a lot of the short films. I've watched them over and over and over again. Um, a so sort of a Rocky
2: Horror approach. So there's a
1: bit where um, like Oliver Hardy says that didn't you have an uncle once? And he said yeah, but he he, he fell through a, a trap door and broke his neck. And he said was he building a house? He said no, they were hanging him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that, so that's Quite dark material. Just, just <laughs> as it's just as it's coming, um, just as they were saying it. So you'd hear. Um, didn't you? Didn't you have an uncle? <laughs> oh. And they had to stop the the, the thing and say can, everyone was complaining about <gasps> them, and, and they said re- they were really sorry. They were such oh. nice guys—about six of them—and mm. then we started again. And they started doing it again. They couldn't do it, and right. in the end, they had to just leave. Shame. They couldn't watch their own all day because they just couldn't—they couldn't, they couldn't <laughs> not do it. I wonder if um, Shia was doing any of that.
2: <laughs> I like Transformers.
1: Mm.
4: Frank Skinner,
3: Absolute Radio. I understand that um, Shire was watching the films in reverse order, so he would have started watching them close to his actual age yes. and then gone right back to... The child mm. version, okay, and it's a bit Back to the Future. What's What's <laughs> impressive is that he he responded, from what I could see, to the actual movies. Like he was sobbing, he was he was laughing at the films. At no point, as as far as I could tell, was he going, "Oh my God, I'm so old now, and look how <laughs> young I look in the next one." Like but, the, no,
1: yeah, they all mean different things to him. You know, if if I was watching my career, and they showed Bring the Noise, and I'm going, "Oh, and I think what I'm, I'm remembering that the chess bomb." You see, oh you're yeah. thinking of a different thing, yeah, <laughs> oh. oh shire,
2: he's a strange, he's a bit of an eccentric character,
1: mm-hmm. I tell you what I did like about this whole idea is that, um people were queuing to get in, you couldn't go in until someone came out,, mm-hmm. and
2: um it was like Yeezy's
1: collection and uh, <laughs> it's like a bar I used to go to in so, <laughs> <laughs> but um it's uh. I got there What I like, it reminded me of when I You, you don't have to go in at the beginning of a film mm. oh, I, yeah. I, I may have told you before When we used to go to the cinema as kids or teenagers The films, it, it, there was no checking how long you stayed or stuff So you didn't bother about the start time You just turned up at any time Just joined the film halfway And then you'd stay to watch the beginning of it Up to where you'd seen it before
3: Weirdos. And then you'd... Um,
2: are
1: you with me, Sarah? This is the youth on the stage. So you'd yeah. watch, so the last hour Frank, of, of E.T. you don't
2: need to speak louder to her, <laughs> oh, OK? In fact, it's quite
1: she the reverse. She needs to
2: speak louder to you, <laughs> darling. I,
1: I, can't, I can't reach her um, tragus from here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's, That's a here. relief.
1: Um, so, yeah, so, you, uh, so, yeah, so you'd so yes, watch the last hour of E.T. and then you'd go and watch the, la- the first 40 minutes and mentally you sort of cut and paste. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> You it could say it's where cotton paste started. Yeah. Mental cotton paste, certainly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Next week on How We Used to Live. <laughs> yeah. Mm.
1: Next week on how, how We Used to Live. Twelve dogs walking <laughs> around the streets on a
2: Always carry a little pinch of salt in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. You throw it at someone.
1: <laughs> yeah, if someone attacks you. That was that was the thing, wasn't it? If someone yeah. asks you for your for your bait, as my dad used to say.
2: I love the sound of your dad, the more it's, I hear of him.
1: Because that's what it was. People become. Carry- his name, John? He was, yeah. yeah. John Francis. Yeah. But you'd oh. uh, his idea was, if he, people go into work with their, their lunch, people used to stop and, and steal their lunch from them. I mean, this is a different time, wow. isn't it? <laughs> to be mugged for three sandwiches. Yeah. yeah.
4: Oh.
2: I so, had another thing I wanted to say about Shire. But before I do that, we've had a message from the outside world saying it's called Is it Tragus by the way? It's called Tragus This is Chris in Eastbourne I remember a local DJ used to slightly press his Tragus in his own ear so he could hear us P.S. I know the show's recorded so I'm not sure why I'm writing in lol
1: Now that to me is a tactic to make sure you get read out
2: Yeah, you're right. You think if
1: I say that, they'll read it out to prove they're not recorded. Mm. And we walk straight into that one. (laughs) Oh no (laughs) It makes me wonder though, can I say off the back of that 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 old folk singer thing of pressing in your tragus. I wonder now what they're they're trying to get some sort of internal acoustic.
2: Shall I use the phrase can I say off the back of that to Heston Blumenthal tonight?
1: Yes, I think you should. Mm. I'm not even but he's genuinely hurt me. (laughs) What about that?
0: Absolute 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
3: Um, Here's a story that is uh, close to my heart, Frank, and I think may um, may appeal to you on some level. Um, The Pope has uh, been in the news this week saying that um, parents should turn off smartphones, computers and TVs at mealtimes and eat ah. at the table with their kids for a better family life. And I don't know about you, but whenever I think about family life, the first guide I go to is the Pope, the head head of the Catholic Church. Certainly. He knows a thing or two about it, doesn't he? Well, Mm. What you get?
1: Well, he grew up in a family house.
2: Let's, no, let's not Course get ugly. I'm, I'm only teasing.
1: I think the Pope is right. I like this Pope. Th- that's I think my ringtone. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: Yeah. laughs> <laughs> it's just me saying that. That, that or I'm brilliant. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I, thi- I think the Pope is right. I c- but I'm, I have to say, it's not something we do that much at home. Oh, really? And I in not. fact, I read this in the paper yesterday.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I like this topic. It's gone a bit Eamon and Ruth on this morning. No,
1: but. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's my, not something uh, we do
1: love my my, uh, uh, my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law were around the house and, uh, and Cass was there in. and stuff and I said I'll oh, tell you what why don't we just have lunch all together around the table with bars and stuff oh. which I wouldn't have said if I hadn't read this oh, really? article and did you? And we did, but I never said to them, "Cause the Pope says, because I thought they might rebel. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, so and
4: I was
1: snuck, it nice? I snuck in a bit of uh, domestic Catholicism and no one knew. Oh, it nice. was lovely. It is nice.
2: Making like
1: yes. bread. <laughs> Obviously, watching the elderly eat is a strain.
2: <laughs> but, but I was prepared... to Sandy pint. tolerated that, didn't she? Yes, yeah, <laughs> she did, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I do, and I do... I tell you what I worry about. When you're at airports or something like that and you see...
2: Oh, in the lounge. I know what that's like. Oh. Yeah, well, wherever. And the yeah. family are
1: sitting together. And there's, you know, mom dad, blah, blah. And there's one boy at the end who's <laughs> probably 13 or something. And he's just on a machine I know. playing. And he's just not. He's no. like on his own in this world of, I don't mm. know, whatever they play. Candy Crush. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I do i tell you what I yearn for. Do you remember you he ever watch any um, sci-fi films where people are at home watching the telly and suddenly the telly goes... Yes. And this alien mm-hmm. face comes on and says, Citizens of Earth, you are under... <laughs> if the parents could get one of those, yes. so he's there and mm-hmm. suddenly... Nathan! It's your parent. Come back.
3: Yeah. Just suddenly appeared on the I game screen. I think that's screen. true. You, yeah. have
2: to, you have to teach these things to engage because they won't otherwise. Agree.
3: I won't let my kids selfish. have like screen time at the table because um, I worry that the volume of the gadget will drown out my shouting that I oh, like to do yeah. during each meal, and mm. I, I don't think I should be superseded. Well, I'm worried that he might he might miss
1: the occasional one of my punchlines.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Let's how, get to how the different heart of the we are. Matter. It's
3: just been illustrated.
2: You know, the, po- <laughs> the Pope did say this is not a family this is a pensioner
3: that's what I what a did he such mean he meant the
2: child was becoming isolated like a little pensioner <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a really funny thing to say it is, isn't it it is not it quite yeah <laughs> this is a pensioner
2: <laughs> this is not a family this is a pensioner that's I, the new have, M&S logo I have
1: noticed that <laughs> Boz has started buying bad slacks at the Daily
0: Express <laughs>
4: <laughs> absolute, absolute absolute radio.
0: frank skinner Salute radio
2: Yes, so you like that poppy well I like
1: um i I worry about that um I mean one of the problems with this I think if if we're going to encourage this communal meet, because he said that's the time when the family talks about their you know what's worrying yeah. them, the good things and all that, I think maybe we should lift the uh, embargo on talking with your mouthful Oh no. No
3: way. What,
2: Absolutely. You, what, That's but a, you're a fan in in of you, that, are you? But you it's
1: immovable point. You consider mixed messages of saying, yes, all talk together at mealtime, but don't talk with your mouth full.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I can't negotiate on that. That's a non-negotiable one for me.
2: That's a real deal-breaker for me as well. Oh, oh disgusting. really? What about if we all
1: dined with a small table tennis bat that we <laughs> held in
3: front of our <laughs> mouth? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. OK, that's But that then you'd be, you'd be spraying... One side of it would be covered in bits of food from when you were telling an anecdote. Yeah, but
1: I'm thinking of something that was, you know, covered in maybe formica decorative laminate so you could wipe it.
3: <laughs> I didn't realise you thought it through quite this much. Well, well I, well hadn't, done, I hadn't, but <laughs> well uh,
1: it's, still, Some, it's still fermenting.
2: Sometimes, when we touch... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, when we go for our post-show brunch, put insight into our lives there... I find we all sit around. The phones get whipped out. Yeah, I find that rather sad. Me too. I've got to say, Daisy, she's not here today. So let's lay into her. <laughs> <She> <laughs> I like the spirit you're is bringing She's The yes. serial offender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, I find, is always. I oh, say, so what are you doing? I assume it's a work email. Oh, I'm looking at photos of Jermaine, her partner. Yeah. I mean, you're going to see him in half an hour. Come on. Mm. <laughs> Oh, we're entertainers, we're here, you've only got half an hour, let's make the most.
3: And every now and again, everybody will have their phone out at the table except me, and then I'll say... Shall I get my phone out, guys? As a well, I don't remember that. No, I don't. I don't well, remember no, you has... taking any high moral stance. On it <laughs> I take a, I take a high moral stance and then I reluctantly get I love my your phone moral.
1: out. I love your moral stance. It's slight, <laughs> the slight bend in the left knee. That's right. Yeah. I hate it when you say, well, problem. I am Spartacus.
2: <laughs> You've never done that. I have.
1: But once, I find that once one phone comes out, then all, all the, the others will follow. She you think, oh, it's the phone thing. And sometimes, you know, when you get a bit bored with conversation, you start showing people people photos off your phone
3: mm-hmm. mm. I think the Pope was in a funny I mood say, are though. you
1: bored when they get the photos you I think, think the Pope was in a funny mood yeah, get out he was
3: talking <laughs> about um, oh you know the, the gadgets at dinner and the dinner is a time for families to communicate with each other and there's something very bonding about dinner
2: does he mean supper
3: no, I think he kept oh. saying dinner, but I got the feeling from reading it that he might have just been hungry like and dropping hints to the people around him. Like, hey, a bit of dinner wouldn't go amiss. <laughs> you know? Maybe he was like a house guest. I you just know, need you know, to know. you not sure what time the people are eating. I don't, think start... he's a, I don't think he's a big eater.
2: Well, if he's saying dinner, reckon. though, please. <laughs> <laughs> please <laughs> let it be an evening meal he's referring to. I, I
1: called lunch dinner for the first nine-fifths of my life. Yes, I got CSE grade three. (laughs) Pretty much fun. And I still occasionally lapse. And I've noticed that, Boz, my son, occasionally says dinner of lunch, and he hasn't got that from me, so maybe it's a tribal route. (laughs) Next.
4: (laughs) Frank. Frank Skinner.
0: On Absolute Radio.
4: Absolute Radio
1: remember I had an idea for a restaurant called... Um, Je Sweet. Je Sweet, which is like just sweets. I was thinking um, you could have, based on that uh, Laurel and Hardy one, you could have
3: Sons of the Dessert. Oh, yeah, excellent. I suppose be a bit sexist. mm mm-hmm. Uh We've had a text saying, Hi, Frank, Alan and M. Uh, re-phones around the table. What you do is put all your phones face down in a pile on the table, and the first to check their phone pays the bill from Phil. That'd cure you, Al. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'd, yeah. never, buy a, <laughs> no. I'd never buy a meal <laughs> What again. I'd like to do is
1: find out when Al's having
3: his next meal out and c- make sure I call him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd have a lot of missed calls if there was a, a round driving on That's a strange
2: it. missive. Dear Frank, Emily and Alan and the team, I've been listening to your show for the last year now and was just thinking to myself, what's the remit? Are you supposed to be informative and interesting? Oh. Love854. Why do have you, you read that? Is that nice? Well, I didn't know whether that was a compliment. It
1: doesn't feel like a compliment. <laughs> oh, is it not? No. Oh, she's ruined what? my day now. <laughs> oh, thank God. Lightly sorry. The show.
2: I, I genuinely oh, no, thought ha- it was a question. Oh, actually, they've put they've anyway. They've put a kiss and they like the show. they put anyway,
3: love the show. Yeah, so love the
2: show. That's what I mean, do. Why didn't you read but that
3: bit out? <laughs> well, I
2: didn't see that bit. Initially. We don't
3: normally read praise, but on the emails that seem nasty up until the point that praises, I think we can make an exclusion. Exactly. What? Stop.
2: You're both siding against me and i won't
1: have it no no siding Um, against these guys you know that you know that song (laughs) yeah a a spoonful of sugar (laughs) (laughs) don't hold back the spoonful of sugar
2: okay given (laughs) now that you've had the sugar what do you make of that what is
3: our remit well what is our remit do we have a remit i think we're a public service aren't we okay fine today we've provided entertainment and life hacks i thought a remit was when you put your gloves back on It's very good. (laughs) So, um, Um, I imagine the sales of dry sacks will go through the roof after this, won't they? Mm.
1: Yeah, you'll be like when Delia Smith used to say, oh, I like these saucepans, and then you you couldn't
3: get them the following week.
2: They sold out.
3: Mm. I'm a tastemaker.
2: It's a bit like when Frank mentioned the daddy saddle.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, yes.
2: (laughs) You can't get one for love nor money. So, um... I'll give you love to Heston later, Frank.
1: oh. Oh. I should... Actually, could you... Can you give him this (laughs) x-ray? Thank you so much for listening this morning. And if the good Lord spares us in the Craigstout Rise, we'll be back again this time next week. We love you all. And love, let's face it, is very, very important.
4: The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.